Dionisio at the plate, he's over to today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's. Oh, it's raining now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Rain Delay Theater. It's December 19th, 2018, and uh, Jack and Jeremy, uh, we are here, and we just came back from the United Center. We saw Brooklyn at Chicago, not the Dodgers and Cubs, the Nets and the Bulls. No, but, uh, you know, ironically, so uh, the announced attendance at the United Center tonight was 18,065. Uh, that's that's more than most of the White Sox games we went to this year. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that would have that, that would have given the, the Sox a run for the money in, in the gate there. We actually saw a pretty good game, Jeremy. We're going to get to that later. It was the final score of it was 96-93. The Nets, uh, the Nets ended up pulling, uh, pulling out the victory there uh, in yep. the end. Uh, yeah, it was a good game, and it's actually the first non-baseball sporting event uh, that Rain <clears throat> Delay Theater has attended. For in episode thirty, no less. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't think that our uh, <clears throat> our episode thirty would be uh, recapping a, a basketball game, but here we are, and uh, it was good to get to a game. Um, and we were talking about this after last episode, and we we're like, you know what? We're, we're really we really need that uh, that that game that post game experience to uh, talk about on the podcast, and uh, we we certainly got a lot today. So oh yeah, so j- just to start things off, uh, Jeremy and I ha- had an extensive discussion about uh, the logistics of getting to the United Center. Right, yeah, because it's different. There's no train that stops right in front of the place. Mm-hmm. It's not like going to uh, U.S. Cellular or to Wrigley. So, yeah, we had to figure it out a little bit. Yeah, so we ended up uh, parking by the Cobra Lounge, yeah. which is near the Ashland Green Line. Yeah, I hate to, I hate, I hate I, to give away yeah, my tips here, it, but... It's, uh, like, it's like giving away a good public restroom spot. You don't want too many people to know about it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yes, exactly. Um, uh, however, if listen, if this is the thing that brings people to the podcast, like brings in the like wave of listeners, I'll, I'll, I'll sacrifice the spot. Okay. For that, for the listeners. So, yeah, yeah, fair enough. If you guys want a tip uh, and you want to pass it around, um, uh, yeah, we parked over by the Cobra Lounge, which is a, kind of like a rockabilly punk bar on um, <clears throat> on Ashland and Lake. I don't basically. think we've ever been in there. Have we ever gone in there? I think we have. We have. Okay. I think we, I've definitely been there yeah. uh, several times. Okay. It's a, it's, I, I like it. It's a cool bar. Nice. They had a, a sign up there. So I was waiting uh, waiting for Jeremy to get there. I got I, got, I arrived a little bit early and they had a sign um, on the marquee that said, uh, uh, Chili is back. Uh, and then it said, "Only downside is the wife will know you were here." And I could, I could just see some guy being like, "Oh man, like I told the wife I was meeting with my mistress tonight. Like if, <laughs> if she smells this chili on my breath, she's gonna know I was at the Cobra Lounge." <laughs> that's uh, that. That seems like an interesting way to try to get people into like, "Oh man, this is some forbidden chili, I guess, or something." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's good, just say it's good. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, all right, well. So it was nice because uh, that's actually only about a 15-minute walk from the United Center. It was too easy, Jack. Mm-hmm. It, was it was too easy. It was. It was a little too easy. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy wore his Expos hat. <laughs> uh, he should have told me. He should, we could have been two guys in Expos hats at a Bulls game. It that would have been great. That would have been awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I, I roll up, and I'm wearing my Expos hat. Mm-hmm. Jack was like, oh, man, I didn't even think about wearing it. But yeah. I'm like, this would be a great opportunity to wear what an asshole <laughs> to show up wearing an Expos hat. Not only a baseball hat, but an Expos hat. Mm-hmm. So we should also say really quick that um, <clears throat> just for like parallel uh, like 
like comparisons. The the Chicago Bulls are owned by Jerry Jerry Reinsdorf, yep. who also owns the Chicago White Sox. So a lot of the like stuff that like a lot of the sponsorships, a lot of the like the atmosphere, it's like the going to a Bulls game is kinda like going to like a White Sox game. It is. You know, like <clears throat> same kind of fans and everything. Yeah. Similar experiences. So like keep that all in mind as we recap the game. Yeah, yeah. Similar uh dysfunction in the uh on the team. Too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, you know sure. that uh so uh we, we get to the stadium and uh or the United Center and Jeremy and I had we had been to one Bulls game together back in twenty fifteen, but we, we uh you know, we wanted to explore uh, the arena a little bit before we actually got to our seats. So we so we got there about an hour early, and the yeah. first thing we saw was this cool like uh, huge TV screen. It was like a, a background that you could get your picture taken. Yeah, in front it was of. like ultimate HD. Like it was a great resolution. Yeah. I, I will say that like <clears throat> as a film guy, um, taking your photo in front of a screen is not the best because you're absolutely going to be backlit. Mm-hmm. Which so which you know we'll we'll, we'll talk about. But but yeah, so like we um we came we we came by and we we're like ah oh, this is like so like they were showing it was on rotation the the images that they were showing on this video board, um there was like the classic like um matchup with like the Bulls logo and the Nets logo, um and then there was like one with like this like bull like um kind of like that they show during the intro uh this like animated bull standing there and it's like you know get him by the horns or something and it sometimes kind of bull centric. Uh, you know, phrase, um, and it's cycling through these things. So we um, were like, "Hey, let's get our picture in front of this," because we wanted a picture with the Expos hat anyway. Yep. And um, so you know, we're I'm, we're like, All right, I'm sure we can find someone to take a picture. And I'm like scoping the people, and there's like group of like 20 or 20 dudes in their 20s who are like you know pushing each other and like you know giving each other like wedgies and stuff i'm like nah nah nah, nah. yeah not them not them. yeah yep. then it's like a group of like you know 13 year old girls there like um with like teddy bear backpacks or something i'm like no no not no not them yep, yep. so i settled for and hey call it uh <sighs> racial profiling call it like whatever um uh-huh. you know um but i settled for a, an asian man <laughs> and an asian son uh- <laughs> <laughs> So I, I uh, the Asians take great pictures, Jack. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. So um, we this and this kid was like maybe like he looked fifteen. He 16. looked like he was fi- maybe twenty, but okay. maybe maybe like fifteen, sixteen too. He yeah. Was, he was young. Yeah. Um. And uh, so he he comes over and takes the picture and like there's like a family like and so like you know you you you, you pass off the phone you're like you want to make it a fast transaction right it's like here you go take here's the phone boom pose. Boom, picture, and we're on our way. Yep. But what I didn't take into consideration was that there was a family taking photos, and, like, there was, like, a little kid, and, like, there was, like, two little kids, but one, like, really little kid. And, like, they posed for the photo. Everyone walks away, but this little kid is just hanging out, leaning on the video board, and it's like, get the hell out of here, kid. Like, we're trying to... We, I, I gotta get this picture quick. Yeah, yeah. This the, kid so wouldn't and, move. Yeah, and so the, the, the mom was trying to get the kid out of there, but he wouldn't move, and the mom was kind of taking her sweet time, too. But then there was another group of people who also wanted to take their picture by it. And, yeah. like, we were kind of before them, but it was yeah. definitely going to be, like, once that mom left, it was going to be, like, we were going to have to kind of have it out with those people. And the, the yeah. whole reason we were waiting is because uh, the screen was big enough for, like, multiple people to have their pictures taken. Right. But, uh, you know, the, the, the key was to kind of get in the center of the screen because you yeah. could get, like, a cool picture. So yeah. Jeremy, so eventually, like, we... 
we just decided we never got to the center of the screen. The mom was still like farting around with that kid. And we <laughs> yeah. just for the sake of the guy, you know, like, all right, well, let's just take our picture now. So Jeremy mentioned uh, they had the, the Nets versus Bulls thing. They had a cool looking bull. They had like the entire team. The thing he didn't mention was that they also <laughs> have had like a, a guy who looked like Steve Carell's stunt double, like yeah. uh, doing some kind of hand motions. Yeah. I don't know what the what the guy it was, was for, doing like, there. It was for like BMO Harris Bank or some crap. Yeah. But like that's the thing. So like we get the picture. The kid, I'm finally like, I'm like, all right, kid, just take the picture, whatever. Yeah. He hands me back the phone. Of course, we're 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 dark, like you know, and you can't see. And then right behind us is this like goofy face of this goof guy. And he, yeah, he does look like Steve Carell's like, uh, yeah, um, fill in or whatever. And uh, that's like the background of our photo. So it was yep. a total like photo fail. Yep. Um, we'll we'll get that on on uh, on the Instagram so you guys can see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it's it's it's. It's. I said to Jack, it's the word. It's the least uh, background. It's the background you would want the least in your photo. Yep. that's the one we got. So. Yep. Cool. All right. So we're uh, 0 for 1. Well, uh, we actually, uh, we, we hit 1 out of 2, I think. Uh, okay. Because the next station we came yes. to was, uh, there was this cool station. What what was the company called? Thingy? Or Thing or something? Thing like? with a Y. Thing with a Y. So, T-H-Y-N-G. Uh, yeah. So what, what, what it would do is, uh, it, they said you could dunk like Benny. So it would, it would, it was this, they had like an iPad that would capture your face yeah. and make it into like a video game face. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Seemingly, all they were doing is just taking a picture. Like, yeah. um, they, uh, later on the, uh, the, the, the house MC uh, on the video board was talking about it and she's like, they're capturing your face with digital mapping or whatever. And it's like, they just took our picture. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So, um, but they took a picture and then to the left of it, they had a video, a TV screen that was showing like samples of what they were doing. And it's basically like a computer generated United Center, um, and a person, uh, dressed like a warm-up Bulls player <clears throat> and Benny the Bulls on the sidelines like raiding your dunk so you run and you dunk basically but what they do is they take your face and put it onto this body this like so it looks like a video game it looks like you're in a video game mm-hmm. and like you run and you, you dunk it and then Benny the Bull gives you a 10 yeah <laughs> and so Jeremy and I both did this yes. and we were pretty happy with the results it was pretty awesome it looks cool yeah. we didn't watch it until just before we uh, rolled uh, tape on the on the recording but uh, it's pretty awesome yeah. so we'll get those up too yeah we'll get those up uh, you know Jeremy was really satisfied with the way they got his hair and personally I was pretty <laughs> satisfied with the way they got mine too yeah. I thought it looked very good yeah 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 I know they they told me like in a perfect world I'd be wearing the Expos hat and the glasses yep. yeah but the guy told I took the Expos hat off because I knew he was going to make me but then um, uh, he's like lose the glasses I'm mm-hmm. like oh geez and I'm like yeah. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm staying up. I'm like keeping horrible hours. I look like uh, Bella Lugosi now, <laughs> and uh, um, you know, I'm like I'm gonna look horrible in this computer generated slam dunk. And, yeah, uh, it, it looks pretty good. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. It does. It does. That the glasses <laughs> must really affect the way that the camera captures you, or something. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but, you know, or they just have something against Kurt Rambis. <laughs> basketball reference. Basketball. Yeah, reference. not bad. Not bad. So that yeah. was that was good. Um, so we uh, we we continue. To make our journey around uh, the stadium, and we come across the Bulls uh, pregame show. Yeah, I will say this, Jack. There's a lot going on in the halls of the United Center before a game. Re- there really is, yeah. And it occurred to me, I was reading that thing about the Avatar thing, the Slam Dunk Avatar, and it said, like, you know, here's this video on in commemoration of Bulls Social Media Night, which it was today. Yep. We, we didn't even look this up ahead of time, but we found out quickly after getting to our seats that it was Social Media Night. Hashtag Bulls Social Night. Exactly. So they, um, so they, uh, um, 
uh, were there for that reason, I guess. All these things were going on. Although the pregame show is always there. Yeah, but, but, but first of all, pretty cool that they did that for free, though, right? Yeah. They could have yeah. charged five bucks, and we still might have done it. Yeah, but, yeah totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, I guess they're just getting their uh, their name out there. Right, right, but, right. Um, so, uh, so, so we happened upon the pregame show, and we're like, all right, let's 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 do it. Yep. Let's hang out. <laughs> yep, yep. So uh, I guess just to, th- there's a lot I want to say about this, um, yeah. but uh, just first and foremost, uh, Jeremy and I did get our mugs on television. We uh, did. That Expos had his prominence. That's why I said to Jeremy, I was like, that would be really funny if we both had Expos hats oh. on. Jeremy was like, they would have kicked this uh, uh, off the screen. <laughs> like, it was like, you two, over there. Yep. Expos hats, out of here. Yep, yep. Yeah, they would have got us But out. we, so, so we, we got on TV. Um, so, uh, Jeremy, so that was, you're pretty sure that was Kendall Gill was one, was the player? I believe, uh... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. And then what was the uh, what was the uh, Mark, Mark Shinowski is his Mark name. Mark Shinowski. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Jeremy and I were sitting there, um, and like you know, it was about five minutes before the pregame show actually began. I think began at six thirty. We got there about six twenty-five or so. Yeah. So for about five minutes. These guys, uh, Kendall Gill and uh, Shinowski, are just sitting next to each other, and they're not saying anything to <laughs> no, each other, not no. even looking at each other. No. Um, it was it was bizarre because you know they they talk to each other and they act like they're friends on TV. Yeah, and I mean I'm sure they're a little bit nervous because they're about to go on air. They're trying to get their thoughts together. They've got a lot of things they they're gonna go over in the game. But like you'd think they would at least like be kind of looking at each other and like making some banter or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They say I did see like Shinowski look over and say something to Kendall Gill. Um, yeah, but uh, it was something like tech related or yeah, something. I think yeah, he yeah. said like I'm going to do this and then you do this or something. Yeah. Like they but they didn't seem like friends. <clears throat> no, no. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think like I've seen like uh like the Channel 7 broadcasters on State Street like yeah. you know sit down and before a thing and I think I think they get in like the zone yep. beforehand. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, I, I don't I don't think it's like a Steve Stone uh, Ken Harrelson situation where they hate each other. They're just trying to get in the zone. I'm I would I would say that that's probably what it is. Yeah. But, you know who knows. Well, you know, actually, it's interesting, Jeremy. I walked past those people as I was walking to the Clark and Lake stop. Uh, uh, yes. the, the, the most striking thing is just how heavily made up they always are. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. They don't. They look like uh, they don't look like real people. They look fake. Yeah. Uh, so I will say that when they finally went on air. Um, uh, they have a hard job, man, because they yeah. have to like talk where there's all these yeah. meatballs saying like "Go Bulls!" Right? Uh, yeah, well, you can. Yeah, obviously, we've all seen the uh, the 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 pre and post game shows within the crowd of people. And mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a specific kind of person who's going to stand there and wait behind there. Yep. You know, tonight we it were was us for, for the for the folly of it. Yes. Yeah. But uh, you know, normally it's just a bunch of uh, yahoos. Meat, yeah, meatballs yep. is a good term. That's exactly what they are. They're Chicago sports meatballs. But um, uh, like the one guy had a sign that said Bryce Harper, like White Sox sign Bryce, or like White yeah. Sox please sign Bryce Harper or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Which was um, probably encouraged by like the Bulls management. Yeah, ex- exactly. Like Reinsdorf slipped him that sign yeah, for 20 yeah. bucks or something. Mm-hmm. But like before, we should say this, before they went on the air um and this this little area it's blockaded off but it's heavily there's like security guards on both sides um these like tough guys like like these tough italian guys yeah. or whatever and they're like i heard the guys go like hey we gotta come up with a chant and then they're like green bay sucks green yeah, bay yeah, sucks yeah which of course Perfect makes perfect sense to to say Green Bay sucks at a Bulls game, especially when the Bull, where the Bears are in the playoffs and Green Bay has been eliminated. Perfect time to do that, <laughs> really meaningful. Um, but they start chanting it, and like immediately the guy, the the security guard perks up and he's like, 
no, no cursing. And he like walks over to him and he has like a gentlemanly conversation with him. Yeah. And I, I didn't hear it, but I imagine it went something like, now, listen, guys, I'm not, I can't have you be saying those kind of words on TV. You know, yep. like, yep. so he like kind of like put it in there. Like, we're not going to have any of this. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Not because of the stupid sentiment, just because they were saying sucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. So I think he had his eye on us too because. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, we, we were screwing around a little bit. So we had our eye on. So right by that. So I, I was impressed once they actually got into talking. I was impressed with the professionalism <clears> of uh, both guys. Like they, they really they really got into it once they did. Yeah, uh, for sure. But right, right sort of right behind that area was uh, the balloon guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jeremy, that's my biggest regret from this game was that we didn't get a balloon from the balloon guy. The balloon guy, yeah. I mean, he was making like bull's horn uh, heads. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um, so he, he makes great products, I, I have to say. But what was striking uh, to us about the balloon guy was the balloon guy's outfit. Yeah. The blo- yeah. And listen, when you're a balloon guy, you have to dress a certain way. You can't show up in a three piece Armani suit. No, no. Or, you know, and you can't, you can't wear jeans and a button down either. No. You know, you got to wear. What he was wearing. Uh, what, what he was wearing, which was like a multi, like, patched, like, Christmas it, it suit. It looked like wrapping paper. Yeah. It looked yeah. like a suit of wrapping paper. Yep. It was like a Christmas suit. Mm-hmm. And um, at first I'm like, oh, wacky balloon guy's wearing a weird suit. But it was a Christmas-themed suit. And yeah. I mentioned that to you, but you were like, he probably dresses similarly. He, he's probably got other suits that he that he wears <laughs> yeah. that are like that. I was going to yeah, say, yeah. like, he also, like, he <clears> looks <throat> like, he, he looked like he could have been Ron Jeremy's kid. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He which did. was just very strange to me. Yeah, he had kind of like he had like a goatee, and he had like that curly hair that like goes down to his chin, but it goes out like a triangle. Yeah, when when it's like you shouldn't have this hair; it should either be shorter or longer, mm-hmm. and just don't go out of the house until it's the right length. <laughs> it was like it looks like a triangle. Yeah, it looked like a triangle. It wasn't good. It wasn't yeah, good. no, he, he the, that guy, man, he could not have been anything but a balloon guy. <laughs> Yes, I mean, yeah, maybe that's, that's mean to say, <laughs> no, but like he, he central if se- central casting. That's essentially what we have been saying. Yeah, <laughs> like we've been dancing around that, but yeah, essentially yeah. that's what we were saying. Um, so yeah, that's balloon guy. Yeah. He was there. So um, we should say too, real quick about the pregame is I I recorded it. I took some screenshots too because I pulled it up on my phone. Uh-huh. I was streaming it on my phone, so there should be photos of that as well. Okay, so those should be coming too. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so then I think after that, we just decided to head upstairs because we had, by, at that point, we had basically made a full lap around the United Center. Yeah, yeah. We were checking out the so, the food and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So Jeremy, Jeremy, you were talking about getting maybe some Sweet Baby Rays. Well, so, you know, is, is, is our, uh, the duty of us like to report about the food when we go to the games as well. Like um, one of my favorite things about going to Bulls games is uh, one my favorite food item to get there is uh, there's a Sweet Baby Rays stand. Um on the uh, first floor, like kind of towards one of the corners. And, um, uh, you know, I wasn't thinking ahead of time. I had a, a, a great lunch with my dad. We went to um, Luella's Gospel Bird, it's called. Um, it's like a fried chicken place in Bucktown. And uh, I got the... Jack, I may be burping up some of the chicken. Sorry <laughs> if, if you catch a whiff of that. No, but, no, that's okay. Um, but uh, the chicken was great. But I, I gorged myself. Actually, me and my dad ordered three orders of chicken, and the woman looked at us like, whoa. She gave us like wide eyes, like, you're ordering three orders of chicken? I hate that, man. I hate it when they do that. Yeah. One time I ordered two double cheeseburgers from a Five Guys, and the, the, <laughs> the guy was like, you're going to eat both of those? Yeah. And then I lied. I was like, no, one of them's for my roommate. I don't know why I lied, man, I was gonna, but I was going to eat both of them, so I know all, the feeling. Did they all have the same topping? Yeah, they all did. I mean, <laughs> that guy knew. He saw right through it, dude. He didn't say anything, yeah. though. Well, your roommate likes the same toppings you do, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, yeah, so anyway, and then we ate all the chicken. Okay, um, wow, so, nice. Yeah, it was great. But 
what ha- what the the fallout of that is that I I could not eat anymore at the game. Mm-hmm. I, it wouldn't it wouldn't work. So I was pissed. So I missed uh, eating at Sweet Baby Ray's. What I like to get there is like the carved turkey sandwich. And then you, they have the barbecue sauce you can put on there. Mm, so you make mm. that, and it comes on a really nice bun, and it comes with fr- it's a little expensive. It's like fourteen bucks, but it comes with fries. Yeah. And they last I checked, they gave you sweet potato fries. Ooh, okay. And I'm not crazy about sweet potato fries, but from there they're really good. So that's my food pick. I didn't get it, but I've had it before, and it's good. And uh, it looked like it still was. Is there a sweet baby Ray's in Chicago? Um, there was one, uh, I think it might be on the south side. Okay, okay. I would get it confused with Robinson's Ribs. But, okay. no, you know what? There's a Sweet Baby Ray's all the way out down Irving Park in Woodridge or something. Ah, okay. But I think there might be one on the south side. But they're not easy to get to. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, yeah. it's very difficult, so that's what you get there. And, and you know what? They don't even have a carved turkey sandwich at the one in Woodridge. Anyway, um, but I, we should mention the food really quick too. There was a big star. Yeah, there, there was. A, oh, yeah, so I, I was gonna say uh, mm. originally I went. Uh, my first exposure to Big Star was uh, years ago. I was on a, a yeah. date with some girl, and she sure. acted like she was the greatest person in the world because she knew this restaurant. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, because they that, that was the original location in Wicker Park. Yeah, they have since sold out, uh, and they opened up a, a big location in, in Wrigleyville. Yeah, uh, and I don't know how long that one has been in the United Center, right. but that is one sellout uh, Mexican restaurant. Uh, well, it's it's white people tacos. I'm yep. sorry, white people. I'm sure the majority of our listeners are, are white. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with the, the, the person as a race, but I say stay in your lane yeah. and leave the tacos to the people who uh, invented the tacos. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the cultural appropriation, quite honestly, but it's like there are great taquerias in Chicago. Oh, yeah. I don't need to go to Wicker Park to get big star tacos and mm-hmm. pay more and like they're they're not that bad but it's like i would rather support like a, a mexican family who's like you know running a business like um you know on the corner store or something so anyway that's my little diatribe about big star tacos matt carpenter <clears throat> should pitch his salsa there i'm sure they would dig it that's yeah that would those would grow, go great together i don't yeah. know if you know that it's, uh-huh. it's all about the salsa yeah um, yeah that fucking runny tomato soup bullshit <laughs> fuck matt carpenter and his shitty salsa Anyway, um, so um, let's see what else. There was a honey butter fried chicken. Yeah, which Jeremy also said he's a fan of. I had never yeah. heard of heard of this place. It's before. really good. There's that one is on, there's only one location, and it's near where I grew up. And uh, yeah, it's good. I should I would also say um, the the big star. Not that it was the first sign of gentrification of Wicker Park, because quite honestly, like the hipster kids like me like gentrified Wicker Park, and they probably ultimately ruined it but like everyone thought they were cool when they were moving in there i used to live in wicker park by the way um but that was like the first to me that was like the first of the new wave of like gross gentrification of that neighborhood yeah it was the big star mm-hmm. and everyone was like oh big star cool and it's like no this sucks there was a place before there called the pontiac cafe or pontiac grill they had like five dollar burger wednesdays it was awesome uh and it was cool anyway End of diatribe. You know, uh, the United Center also had uh, uh, Kronos Euros. They did, uh, there. yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like uh, a, a lot of um, stadiums and arenas don't have Euros. That's true. Uh, so That's true. that that is a, that is a unique thing That's that we we'll give the United Center Center props for. Yeah. Um, so Jeremy and I, uh, our our throats were a little dry. We had a two and a half hour game to to get through. Uh, so we we decided to get a soda. Yep. Um, now, it was okay. It was six twenty five. For the, like the regular, they for call the it. the regular. So I, I I looked up there 
and uh, the prices were six twenty five for a regular, but they don't tell you like how big a regular is, mm -hmm. and then like nine fifty for a souvenir cup. Mm -hmm. now, I'm not gonna pay ten bucks for a soda. That's sick. Yeah. yeah. So I got I just went with a regular, and the regular was maybe like a sixteen ounce uh, uh, cup yeah. with like you know just a straw that you get. Uh, well, you I mean you get a plat. You know, it's it, it's just a cup. It's, there's not even like a souvenir anything. It's it's sickening. Yeah, that's that's it's crazy because like. Yeah, you can go to 7-Eleven and get a big gulp for like 89 cents. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. That like it's 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 rough. I I've, <laughs> I've recently like uh, resolved to just not getting like soda anywhere. Other I'm not going to drink anything but water when I go to like a restaurant mm -hmm. again. Like it's mm -hmm. just you can't it's like you don't have to get the soda. You can save a couple bucks. It's like just do that. Like, you know. Whatever. Yeah. So I was willing to bite the bullet for it, but uh yeah. pro probably not. I'll probably just hydrate <laughs> before I go to my next Bulls game. Yeah. Uh, so we, so we finally decided after we got our sodas that it was time to, uh, uh, go to our seats and yeah. we met the, uh, uh, the most overzealous usher ever, yeah. Jeremy, when we got to our yeah. seats. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. So first of all, here's my thing. So we, we, we started to walk, uh, into our, our section mm -hmm. and, uh, all of a sudden I hear, excuse me. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. So she, so this usher wasn't even like standing in the aisle she was being blocked by like two kids who she was giving the same spiel to that she was about to give to us yeah but yeah. like what do you mean excuse me i couldn't even see you you're not like where an usher is supposed to be standing you're right. like off to the side so <clears throat> right. she was super rude about that yeah um and then so so she says to us and then so she says excuse me she tells these kids where they're gonna go yeah and then she 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 waves us over to her yeah well, we like had to wait for her to finish with those other people yeah. for like a good 30 seconds. Yep, it was a while. We yeah. were like standing like waiting. Like, it, it was like getting stopped at TSA or something. Like waiting for <laughs> the next person like to like leave. You know, like they call people over one by one. Yep. If you go too quick, they like make you wait. It was like that. We like were like in a holding pattern for, yeah. for a second. Yeah. Then those people leave. Then I just... I. I figured that all I had to do was show her my ticket. Yes. And then, you know, we'd get the wave through. Yeah. So I, I like held it up and like I'm like... You know, she's all the way over to the side. So, like, we're a good, like, couple feet away from her. I hold up my ticket, and then she, like, looks at us both, and she, like, she she waves us in, like, 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 an air, like, speaking of airports, like, an air traffic controller. She, like, waves us, she, like, motions for us to come over to her. <laughs> yep, yep. Like, Johnny Carson motioning to a, a stand-up comedian in the late 80s. Yeah, yeah. And he wanted to invite them to the couch. Um, so she brings us over, and I think she's going to tell us, like something like special or something or or something like you know there was a piece of concrete that fell in your section so just be careful <laughs> but she's like she's like okay so you're in section 312 she's like that's above us and she's like this is section 311 but where I'm standing is 312 and we were we were like there was like a a second there where we were like yeah, and uh huh, and like that was it. Yep, that's all she was trying to tell us. Yep, yeah. But it's like, okay, that's fine. I get it. Like, you know, so it was weird because three twelve doesn't have like a row like one, two, three, mm -hmm. or four because it was where we were standing. Yeah, but it was like, Jesus, this yeah, is like I've some been kind to of... a stadium before. I, I think I can find my way around. Okay. Yeah, we, we'll get the concept. Yeah, you know? and I thought she was. Yeah, I thought she was gonna say something like, um, they're they're actually like filming something in your section so you guys can sit you know in this section like i thought that's the way that she prefaced like it seemed like it was going to be a, 
uh, an announcement of that magnitude, and it was just like, yeah, it's right there. It's like, okay, yeah. great. If I, if I ever get married, Jeremy, uh, I want her as an usher at my wedding uh, <laughs> because I think she would do a good. Well, maybe maybe she would put people off. I, I don't know. I think what would happen is you'd have to push back your your start time because there would be a backup of people. Like, yeah, they'd be getting t- personally tailored directions on where to sit, which would be like right next to where she's standing. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, that was that was a lot. That was a bit much. But we made it through. We got went around. We went up to our seats, uh, sat down. We were in row twelve, and there was like maybe like four rows ahead of us, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So okay, so there were like four. Four kids in front of us. Uh, two two guys, two girls. Uh, seemed like they were uh, couples. Um, sure. Uh, they were in like their twenties. Yeah, they, they must. Yeah, they were like in their twenties, their early twenties, yeah. probably. Um, yeah. uh, and so one of the guys. First of all, all these they all looked like douchebags. It was like four yeah. four douchebags. Yeah. Uh, so so this this guy who was dressed up like a skater, like he yeah. was he was one of those guys who like didn't bend the brim of his yeah, hat. Yeah, had a flat hat that like it looked like the Weezer logo, but uh-huh. like I don't think it was the Weezer logo. Maybe yeah. he was wearing like a hoodie. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, he looked like a skater. Dude. Yeah, yeah, and so so he he. Uh, he he goes up on on the rail of the the section. He's, he's like climbing over the seats as if like you know when you climb over a seat from you're in one row going into the next row. Yep. But he like yeah he like so right in front they were in the first row of the section yeah. which was row eight or whatever it was. Yep. And so of course when you're in the upper deck like you have um, the wall in front of you and then like a railing um, on top of that just for extra security so you don't flip over. Um, now. They were um, above uh, uh, where we talked to Usher Super. Yeah, Usher. Where, where we walked in from the the concourse. Yeah, uh, which is probably a good ten foot drop. Yeah, yeah, least. it's still a, a hard drop onto concrete. Yeah, or onto like a ze- uh, overzealous Usher who's waving her arms in there. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, you could get poked in the eye or something. And uh, he's like, he just like he's walking, he's like stepping over the seats. And then he steps like onto the railing. Yeah, like a I, skater without his skateboard. Yeah, yeah, like some dude trying to like parkour in the United Center in the yeah. three hundred level. Yeah. Um. And so he's like, he at first he stepped on it, almost like, hey, uh, what if I did it? <laughs> yeah. And then like he like went off, and like we were kind of doing something, and like we looked up, and we're like, what? Yeah. And then he did it again, and then he actually like you know stood on it for a second. Yep. And it's like, what is what the hell are you doing, you idiot? <laughs> yeah, man. Like what? I mean, like what? You're trying to like okay, I get it. You're trying to like like oh hey look, I'm crazy to my friends, <laughs> you know. But it's like that's fine. You would I mean pick up a French fry off the floor and eat it or something like. Yeah. What, what's 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 your point here? And like it it, it was stupid, but yeah. he's a stupid kid, so yep. like that's what he was doing. That's yep. what he's supposed to do, I guess. But mm-hmm. like it was just like okay, this I mean here's. A great visual example of how stupid some people are. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've only heard tales of people being this stupid, but now I get to see it in person, and now I, you know, I won't ever forget how stupid people are. Didn't didn't you also during this time they were playing Back in Black by ACDC? They were. We walked into uh, some music, and well, they have. <laughs> we didn't talk about this beforehand, but do you remember what the DJ was called? No, the DJ was called DJ AMPM. Oh, which okay. is the name of like a gas station, like convenience store. That's funny. Like the, I think it's like BP uh-huh. has AMPM, like gas stations. Uh, like the the store is called AMPM, and they have like roller food. They have like hot dogs and and taquitos and stuff. Uh, but that's what AMPM 
represents. Yeah. Like, that's what it's called. And so she was DJ AM, PM. Okay. Um, it was making me hungry. But yeah. she was playing music. She was, like, courtside DJing. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. we should mention that, like, throughout the halls of the United Center, usually there's bands playing. There's, like, some Frank Sinatra impersonator or something. Or, like, yeah. some Blues Brothers ripoffs. Oh, yeah. Um, but except both of them are fat. <laughs> you know, or both of them are skinny, either way. Uh-huh. Um, uh but uh, th- there were DJs tonight. Yeah, well, there was one lonely DJ in the upper deck. Yeah, le- less overhead, I guess. All they have to do is bring like their laptop and like a table. Right. Um. So, uh, but there was a DJ AMPM was scratching on courtside. Yep. And uh, she was playing back in black, and uh, I noticed that like she like scratched during a couple parts to kind of censor the some of the <laughs> lyrics, uh-huh. and they were like completely tame lyrics but i think they were overcompensating so like she scratched on uh let's see um uh i'm let loose from a noose Da-da-da-da-da-da. like da-da-da-da-da-da. getting me high like those are the, like two yeah. of the lines so she scratched on noose and high oh my goodness which i could see like if you were taking it like up like 10 levels of censoring uh-huh you're like oh can't say noose can't say noose someone yep. hung themselves you know yep. and then like can't say high because they're people that he's getting high we got to censor that so it's yep. like so i'm letting loose from a <laughs> so yeah so i thought that was kind of funny. well yeah you can't say that you can't say packers suck um, yeah exactly uh, at white Sox games they play back in black all the time and nobody yeah. has a problem with it yeah i don't know i don't know what it was but no uh, they scratched um, on those words so speaking of music yes. uh the uh the national anthem was actually quite good tonight i will it say i will say it was good uh yeah. it was performed by a, a, a barbershop quartet maybe it was discovered on the cta on the cta their name was remedy, remedy. um now I, I will just say, like, I hope, I hope, like, as they were singing, they didn't weren't weren't those people who moved from car to car, sure, because uh, nothing pisses me off more on the CTA than when somebody like does that, dude. When 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 someone changes car to car, there's like this new thing that they put over the door handle, this like metal thing, and so when like um, when they drop the that metal thing onto the metal door. It makes this god-awful sound, this god-awful, like, crack, and I hate the yeah. sound of it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know you're a shady, like, piece of shit if you're moving from car to car. Nobody well, nobody does it if you're not, like, uh, just a completely shady person. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I would say that uh, the people who are... They have some sort of motive uh, or some more, some sort sort of agenda. Yes, I would say. So, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, it's not a great. You're not. It's not probably a good idea to be in the the train jumper, uh, the the train car jumper uh, group. No, but, but these guys were. Uh, you know, I'll give them. I'll give them credit where it's due. They were pretty good. They were good. Uh, we did capture it on Instagram Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Rain Delay Pod, which is our Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. So check it out. Uh, I, I I'll archive that. Um, so yeah, there's a. It's kind of long because. I started recording right, right when the lights went out because I was like I wanted to get the Bulls intros, but yeah. I forgot about all this other mumbo jumbo. So uh-huh. we got we got the whole remedy uh, uh, performance, and then we got the visitors intros, and then we got the Bulls intros. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, so yeah, so speaking of the Bulls intros, like you know that's like um, you know an Instagramable moment. That's like a good like video, like uh, like record this thing. 
you know, for all for as long as I could remember, the Bulls intros have been like the coolest thing. Oh yeah, uh, it's it's kind of like when Wayne Mesmer is singing. Uh, the national anthem at the United Center, and, and like people would like start cheering halfway through. Yep. And so it was like super loud by the end. Yep. It's like one of those moments that like you know the Bulls intros have always been great. Uh, yeah, I mean I, I always remember as a kid they would show them on TV. I mean everybody knew that they used the final countdown for their their song. Or yeah, uh, or is that I, I in the sky? Is that uh, is it called I in the sky? Alan Parsons project, which they didn't use it today. Okay, uh, okay. I don't know what they were using today, honestly. Okay. I, I, check the, I don't remember that they used it, but they do 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 do. Yeah, did they did they ever use Final Countdown? I don't know about that. Okay, okay, I I, I don't know why that rang a bell, but anyway, yeah, um, no, yeah, yeah it's, I, it's called "Eye in the Sky" by Alan Parsons okay. Project. Um, but uh, and the the old announcer's name was Ray Clay. Okay, um, that was during the Jordan years. Yeah, uh, but the guy who does, I think it's the same guy who he used to do it before. His name is Tommy something. He Tommy? was an old guy. They showed him on the screen. Okay, they did yeah, show him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know why I can't remember his name now, but it's Tommy something. And uh, I think he did it before Ray Clay. Okay. Um, and he, yeah, he did it again. And so, I mean, listen, the, the uh, Chris Dunn, uh, 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 Holiday. Just, uh, Justin Holiday. Justin Holiday. Yeah. Doesn't have the same ring as like, you know, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, right. Dennis Rodman. But, right. uh, you know, they, they, they're still doing it. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. But, yeah, mm-hmm. um, and so it was. It was Bulls. Oh, you were oh gonna- well, they show a video during the uh, the intros. Yes, yeah. and so um, it's a uh, it's it's a cool video. I gotta say, like, here's the thing. This is where like I'm gonna sound like a hypocrite because when they show these videos at White Sox games. It's hard not to laugh about it. Maybe it's maybe it's the uh, the his, the franchise history, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but like. You know, sometimes I joke like it's funny to kind of laugh at the White Sox intros or whatever. But hey, they yeah. they had a Hall of Famer in those intros now, Mr. Mm-hmm. Harold Baines. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But uh, 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 the Bulls one, like I don't know, it's still it's still kind of cool. Do you mean like, the one that goes from the '60s to now? Is that like the the montage no, clip or the one they, with the Bulls running? The Bulls running. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah, the yeah. Bulls, like they show like the downtown and it's like it's like uh, deserted and then like they show the Chicago Theater, they show the Art Institute, and then like these Bulls like morph out of a wall and start running they're running down the side of the the building i think they've changed over the years and then they start running through the streets of downtown heading towards united center now in the video uh they used to and i think i know they showed it on tv but they used to i think they used to do it in the stadium too right before they would well they they showed the michael jordan statue which we they moved it somewhere i don't know they did they added stuff to the outside of united center i'm sure it's out there somewhere but yeah. I, I didn't see it um but they used to show the bull, the Jordan statue and the camera coming down and like the bulls running down like Madison towards yeah. the United Center. And then there would be the team bus of who they were playing. Oh, nice. And the bulls would run through the team bus and, and tear it in half. Oh, my God. Like <laughs> at least some of those guys probably died. On yeah, that yeah, bus. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Like the, the trainer was on there like getting like, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, whatever one of the players is like water bottle and he like got like ripped in half <laughs> by a stampede of bulls um but uh they don't they took that part out which so i missed that part where they yeah. would tear the 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 um the team bus into yeah yeah but anyway um and it, one of the shots is it of the the bull running on the cta and we thought that maybe remedy that was you know where remedy was discovered right right yeah yeah but, 
Um, so it, yeah, so that is a cool video, and I actually do like the one that goes from, like, they show, they show a montage of, like, from the 60s when the Bulls started to now, and just kind of all their great players throughout the decades. I sort of have a a particular affection for that, because Marquette actually does something similar before their games. I'm sure they ripped it off from the Bulls, uh, you know. Well, yeah, now I'm wondering, because you talked about some other Marquette things, I, I wonder if they have the same, like, production company creating both broadcast it, it, it could very well be with the midwest um it could also be like if if some of those things were like you know from the student media stuff like they do have a lot of people who are from chicago who go to marquette that's oh, where like yeah, kids sure. from the chicago suburbs go if they want to like go out of state yeah right so that could be something as well but yeah i uh, i agree that maybe they do the because there's another thing we're going to talk about a little later that that marquette does similarly yeah for sure um so it was bull social night uh so jeremy and i uh took a picture of ourselves, a which, selfie. Which is on the Instagram it, currently. Yeah, yeah. And so we wanted to, um, we were hoping that they would put us on the scoreboard. But yeah. like, uh, you know, maybe, so we advertised the podcast in the little blurb on the Instagram, yeah. right? Uh, and so maybe, uh, you know, the, the Jerry Reinsdorf uh, is aware of us at this point. So <laughs> don't put those guys on there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, they kept showing repeats. It was like they kept showing this dad and his kid and yeah, like Bulls game with kid. the birthday boy. Yeah, big deal. Screw yeah. your birthday kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show that kid three times, but not us. Yeah. Um, they probably left by the halftime. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of uh, leaving early, we had people who arrived late. That's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, these people weren't like overly like – Offensive, no. but but like, hey, let, let's talk about him anyway. That, yeah. that, why should that stop rain delay theater? Right. So um, we're sitting down. The game has started already. Uh, I don't know exactly how far we were into the game, but um, this group of people comes in, two uh, women and a guy, and uh, they have cocktails in their hand. Not just beers, but cocktails. Yep, yep. And they were drunk already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and annoying. And like, so they come in, the three of them come and sit down, and like, they sit right in front of us. And I, should, you know, the game is happening. Like, and you know, Jack, yeah. we were discussing how, like, you know, you look away for a second and you can miss like a big play. Yeah, Jeremy was talking about how, uh, uh, like, just, we were talking about scoring basketball um, yeah. and how hard it would be because it's easy to miss an assist or a rebound. Um, be- because I was saying it's weird that we weren't keeping score. At yeah, this game. yeah, it was yeah. the first game we've been to together that we haven't kept score. Yeah, um, exactly. So it was interesting. So anyway, we missed a, we missed a whole possession because of these people sitting down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they they come and they sit down and the, the guy sits down. The uh, the girl sits down on the right. The guy sits down in the middle. Then the third person sits down, right? No, she doesn't. She stands and leans over, and she's like, she's like, oh, oh, so you're sitting in the middle? Like, yep. And she yells at like her friend because she, she wanted to sit by her friend, but then the guy sat in between them. And so she's like – she's standing, leaning over – Hovering over this guy, yelling at him for sitting in the wrong spot, or yeah. yelling at the friend actually for sitting in the wrong spot. So then, like, so that takes like a minute, like to like process and like they're like they're, then those two get up and they switch seats, and then she finally is happy enough to sit down, and so she sits down. Yeah, but yes, she blocked like no idea, no concept of the fact that she's standing directly in front of other people during the game, during a fast-paced basketball game. Yeah, and time. I don't know what the dynamic was between those people. I, I don't know if one yeah. of them was the girlfriend of that guy. Um, right, yeah. I didn't pay enough attention to to try to no. uh, lean it one way or the other. But, no, uh, but uh, but yeah, so they they came in and they sat down, and it was annoying. It was particularly annoying because the stadium was empty. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. We at one point we were like the only two people like in our whole row, except for maybe like two people all the way at the end. Yep. Um, so we were like, okay, like, you know, we're wide, it's wide open around us. And then they happen to sit right in front of us, yeah. of course, mm-hmm. which didn't really affect our view. But, you know, we, 
it, it was funny because as she was standing there, like telling her friend, chastising her friend for not moving, uh, I looked to my left, I looked to my right, and it was completely empty. And I'm like, they're just right in front of us. Yep, that's yeah. just the way it is. United Center is huge, by the way, Jeremy. I got a capacity on it. It's 23,500. Okay, um, yeah. So yeah. it is a massive stadium. We were, we were in the third deck, by the way. I don't know if yeah. we specified. 300 but, level, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, there's like a... There's like a th- point of pride of being in like the 300 level it's yeah. just like hey, i'm in the 300 level it's like okay so you don't make enough money to you know afford better seats i get it that's <laughs> yeah cool. you, you know, know uh before we move on jeremy so we should say that we paid uh 16 a piece for these tickets yeah uh, uh for me because jeremy and i were looking at what would be a good game to go to the price difference between seeing a team like the nets who have no superstars and nobody cares about uh yeah. and seeing a team like the celtics or the Warriors is drastic. It is. It is. What were we looking at? Like forty-five to fifty. Yeah, bucks or for the cheapest tickets versus the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, that's why we chose the game we chose. Ultimately, it, it is, had yes. nothing to do with who they were playing or anything. <laughs> no, Just no. Uh, I, I do. I've spent some time in Brooklyn. I like Brooklyn. Yeah. I like New York, but that wasn't what was getting me in the door. It was. It was a ticket price. Yeah. So and we. Who knows? We could have even got cheaper tickets than that if we would have waited till like today or yesterday right but, uh you know it was fine um so uh so yeah so uh we were up there and um these people yeah they were annoying uh at one point they were doing like kind of like that clap thing like th- this i don't know i can't remember like yep oh yeah and she was like the woman in front of us was like kind of like like dancing to it yeah 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 like yeah. Y- you can't dance to a hand clap but she was like swaying and then she like took her fingers and she was like doing it but just with her fingers and it looked <laughs> like she was like making her mouth her hand talk you yeah. know like hello my name is jeremy like uh-huh. but she was doing like oh god it's like dude this sucks like yeah yeah it's worse than flossing yeah you're right exactly so um so yeah. So anyway. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah. So we talked about some similar some similarities to Marquette games, and mm-hmm. so one of the similarities is a a, a, a funny. Uh, I'm I'm putting quotes in the air, even though you can't see it. A funny bit uh, where we, for the Bulls they uh, have a thing called uh, speaking Finnish. That's that's uh, Finnish uh, being uh, from like Finland, the language, uh, which is where uh, uh, L- Lori uh, Markinen is. Yeah. From. I guess he's Finnish. Um, yes. He's from Finland. Yeah. Uh, or his family is. So he, he speaks Finnish. And the, the gag is that, uh, so he says a word in Finnish, uh, and then uh, the other players on the team attempt to say this word as well. Yes. Uh, now, Finnish doesn't seem, okay, so first of all, Finnish does not seem like an easy language to speak. No. So like, I don't, so he said like the, the Finnish word for uh, Christmas, which is like, yeah, boom, good. I, I'm not even going to try yeah, to say like, it. Yeah, it's like Flurflin Like every word in Finnish is like 16 letters long. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so he, he says these words and then like the, the other players try to say it, but they, you know, they get it laughably wrong. Yes. But I don't think I could have done any better than those players. No. Like, I don't blame them for doing bad. No. It's a, it seems like a hard language to say. Yeah. It's basically, it's like saying like like dropping someone into like um you know a state where they've never been and and have making them give you directions to like the airport or something yeah it's like he doesn't know what way to turn to get to the airport in a city he's never been to yeah it's like okay i yeah i guess that's funny also it's like finnish is just the funniest thing it's like hey these words are so it's people who speak finnish are so funny yeah like 
Would you would would someone go to Finland and like you know stand in their town square and just laugh at everyone for talking the native language? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's number one. That's conceit number one. Number two is like, yeah, it's like, what, what do you expect these guys to like just nail it on the first try? Yeah, yeah. And and so then then it, it went on for three minutes. It was just it was, and it, was it was the same it was the same joke for three minutes. It was yeah. just like okay, so they can't say this word. How about this one? Yeah. And then the next one. So there were like four different words that yeah. they did, and the guys yeah. didn't say any of them. The joke didn't change. Yeah. Uh, and then then it ended. No, I and Jack, you know, listen, we both come from a comedic background. Yeah. I think you know, I took a writing class, like a, a sketch comedy writing class. And I, I, I may have been accused from time to time of like, you know, lingering on a joke too much, but this was ridiculous. This yeah. was like, so they did say, and now it's time for Speaking Finish with Laurie Markin in Winter Edition. I yeah. don't know if you heard him say oh, that. Oh, so there must have been other other editions yes. of this. And uh, I'm like, okay, well, I guess if they're only making these, you know, four times a year, one for each season, I guess they got to get their like four minutes out of this bit. My but God. It, it went on double the length. That it should have. I thought that they accidentally restarted it. Yeah, yeah. It went on double the length. It could. It should have been cut in half. Someone should come in there and like edit, like you know, uh, a great like like whoever like you know Del Close's uh, era parent like a uh, Mick Napier of yeah. the Annoyance Theater. He should uh, come in and cut cut that thing in half. Yeah. Oh, Jeremy, it made it made brewing with Ricky look like Caddyshack. <laughs> Now let, yes. let me let me tell you what Marquette does, and so this is crazy. So Marquette has a similar thing where they'll have their players try to pronounce uh, the names of uh, longer names of Wisconsin towns, like okay. or, or longer named Wisconsin towns. Weird, like uh, yeah, okay, Oconomowoc would be a good example. Okay. Uh, the two that the one that I saw the most recent game I went to was Ashwabanon, or uh, uh, one was Kaukana. But the okay. thing is, you you look at those those names, and just any literate person. Could sound those names out, yeah. Ashwabanon. So it's it's said like it's spelled. Yeah, yeah. But it's so true. The, the, the players, the players that they show, just have no idea how to <laughs> yeah. say these names. They just yeah. totally screw them up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a couple. They have like two players from Northern Wisconsin who who get the who get the names. But uh, for the most part, the players just just totally screw these names up. And it's like you're putting a bunch of college kids up here who are like your athletes <laughs> and they can't like read these words that are pretty simple words to read. Like yeah, you're right. making your, your players look stupid. Yeah, here. right. Like, exactly. What does that say about, about your, you know, these kids are supposed to be like going to class and passing college level classes yeah, exactly. and they can't, they can't sound out Kaukana. <laughs> and it's like, now we're going to bring in the guy who took his, his entrance exam. You yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, so that, that's uh, sort of what's particularly like uh, offensive to, well, not offensive, Offensive. That's not a good word, but just like mind blowing to me yeah, about, yeah, about sure. what Marquette does. That is kind of funny. So uh, yeah, uh, def- definitely a fail with uh, with speaking Finnish. Yeah, um, uh, and possibly a more successful uh, in between uh, timeout uh, event was uh, a group of guys. Let me just describe what who they are and what they do. It's a group of guys who flip, okay, and they're from Chicago, and uh, you know, thus aptly titled. The Chicago and and they work for the Chicago Bulls, right? Yeah. Yep. So um, they came up with it. They, I I heard that they did a lot of meetings about this, a lot of focus groups, a lot of surveys and whatnot, and they came up with the title to call them the Chicago Bulls Flippers. Yeah. Or the CB Flippers. For the CB sure. Flippers. Yeah. yeah. Um, so pretty good title. Yeah, not to be mistaken with the show Flipper. Yeah, I guess. exactly. Yeah, uh, or the CB uh, walkers. You know, people just who walk through the stands. The CB somersaulters. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so these guys flip. Now, I would say maybe if they if they came up with the title themselves and they were too busy learning their flips, not enough time to spend uh, brainstorming a title. 
I would say that the, the trade-off was probably pretty good because they were awesome. Yeah, they were they were really good. Uh, there was, I mean, there were a couple guys who who really got some hang time on their flips, uh, even yeah. without the trampoline. Uh, yeah, they were they were pretty dope. Yeah, uh, you know the Lovables have like a, it's like a pun, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, they could just be like the the Chicago Bulls, like cow tippers or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. They need to do better than that. Yeah, sure. The bull. They could have the bull jumpers or something like yeah. the bull fighters, like yeah, like the bull, there. yeah, 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 something yeah. like that. That yeah, you know, we could workshop this thing. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, they they were actually really good. Um, They're good. I want to say real quick, Jack, about the, and we'll get into the halftime show in, yeah. in a second. But like, I love. I love going to basketball games because I love the I love all this the stuff that comes along with it. Yeah, like I don't know, some people might not like it. Like, it's not like a game of like baseball where like there's like a sanctity of like you know the way things used to be and like <laughs> keeping things pure. It's like I think basketball has always kind of just been like a circus. I feel mm-hmm. maybe not. I don't know. I wasn't a I was I'm not a huge student of like the game of 60s and 70s basketball. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it probably it was definitely not what the spectacle it is now but um i like the aspect of it like i yeah. think it's fun because it's not like like the game is exciting like especially the game we went to like when it's close but like you know so they don't need that extra stuff but like it's like this is great like there's like games and there's uh you know exciting gameplay too fast-paced game and like fun stuff in between timeouts it's yeah like a non-stop thing yeah um and i i may, I may as well just mention this now uh because i was going to mention it when we talk about the halftime stuff but there's this very like uh specific like group of like performers it's it's like they're all they're all uh, just this this niche of like people who perform at like halftime yes, shows yes, and yes, during yes. timeouts yeah so you have the flippers you have uh what was her name uh estefania who, who yeah. did i mean we, yeah uh estefania who who was like a contortionist Slash, uh, she shot arrows with her uh, her feet. feet. Yeah, uh, she missed the bullseye, unfortunately. <laughs> and they only gave her one shot. They only gave her one shot. She could have taken more. She probably was out of time. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They're like, you got one shot, Estefania. Yeah, I like that she. Uh, so yeah, so she missed. She missed the shot at the bullseye. She hit like they had like a, a round bullseye about the size of a dartboard, sort of right yeah. next to her like bar that she was doing her like contortions on. Yeah, she uh, like standing on her like face. Like, yeah. She, like, put her face and she held up her whole body like from this from this pole or it, it was very impressive but she uh you know I, I like that she didn't make a big deal out of the fact that she didn't hit it um, yeah right yeah i wonder i wonder how sharp that uh that that uh, arrow was that's what too. i was wondering like yeah. if she misses is it gonna go shoot into the, the crowd is it gonna <laughs> hit hit jim boylan and his like bald head like yeah, i don't exactly. i don't know what's gonna happen deflate his big suit <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i don't know but um but yeah, so uh, yeah, I mean the other like uh, activities that, that they had, like they do a bit with uh, Benny the Bull, um, and uh, he does this popcorn bit, which is great. He like usually tries to go through like a crowd. You know what? I bet I know why they did it. Why? So what they usually do is he tries to like fumble his way through a crowded aisle. Yeah, and he's holding like a thing of popcorn, and he keeps like. Like like hitting people, <laughs> bumping into people, and spilling the popcorn. Yeah. And so by the end, his popcorn is empty, and the whole row, all the people in the row, are covered with popcorn. Yeah. I what they did tonight was he appeared in like um, a luxury box, like leaning over like the regular people, and like he just opened up this big bag of popcorn and dumped it in one spot. Yeah. Like he wasn't trying. Yeah. But now I'm thinking like. They had to do that because there was probably no aisle that was fully packed yep. for him to do that gag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like 
he they're like, all right, man, there's you know we're empty tonight, so just go to one spot and dump the popcorn on one person. Yeah, yeah, and I so, mean that sucks for those people because they were getting like doused with popcorn. I yeah, I mean, to be wearing real nice clothes. Yeah, it's like it's bad enough to get hit with it, but like to be fully concentrated in one spot with it is is not good. So um, Benny the Bull, you know, he's a he's a great showman, and that's one of his bits. And so it was a little changed tonight, but that's fine. Um, <clears throat> now the people in the uh, three hundred uh, level, as you could as you can imagine are like a little unruly like a little more crazier than the people down below um jack i said before we were in like row 12 and i feel like we were in like a line of demarcation because and granted the the drunk sloppy people were in front of us but it see i look back a couple <laughs> times and it looked like a wild scene from rows 14 on up really did yeah, it yeah there was like there was there's just like it was like more crowded and like there was just like a lot of weird stuff going on like just people like i like people throwing like popcorn at each other and throwing beers and like like just like uh passing each other on their heads and stuff like there's a lot of weird stuff going on back there it just looked like a wild time and so what happened was at some point the wave started in the 300 level mm-hmm. and um <clears throat> I, I was i didn't i refused to look really but like did it start it didn't start in our section no, uh it, maybe it was in the section to the left of us but like nobody nobody but anybody in our section was having it yeah, for sure. It just did not was not going anywhere. So you know, um, so it was like yeah. So it would go through like our. It, it's I guess it started to our left and it would come through and like and you know when you do the wave everyone goes like oh you know <laughs> and like so we were hearing that and like it it and then a couple times it went like a section beyond it went a little further and people would like cheer and stuff but there was one guy directly behind us who was. It was the most hysterical laughing I've ever heard in my life. And Jack, I've been, I've seen some of the great stand-up comics of our time. I've, I've seen Chris Rock live. I've seen Mitch Hedberg oh, live. Oh, yeah, I saw Mitch Hedberg as well. Yeah. Really? We never I talked did. about we'll, that. I did. We'll have to talk about um, that sometime. I saw Louis C.K., you know, persona non grata, but I saw him. I've seen Pat Oswalt. I've seen some of the greatest stand-ups of our generation. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anyone laughing as hard as this fucking guy was laughing about the wave. <laughs> he was just laughing about the wave. Like, he would watch it and be like, ah! <laughs> about the wave what is, what's wrong what does this guy do for what's fun? funny about the wave yeah, what does he do what does he find for enter- like this guy was the most entertained person I've ever seen in my life unbelievable about the wave yeah okay cool that's great um, later on in the third quarter um, they started the wave again and I heard someone behind us go here comes the wave oh, oh god. <laughs> I don't know if it was the same guy or what uh-huh. but like of course, people love the wave. I it's the least lowest common denominator of our society yep. as a sporting game, and we take direct aim at those people. The wave is just it's not even worth mentioning. Like it's just you know. You know what, Jeremy? You know what would have made me laugh like that guy is if is uh, if Estefania's arrow had missed its target. Yes. Hit the balloon guy, and the balloon guy had <laughs> deflated. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. would have been that would have been comedy. It to like me. took out all his balloons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, at halftime or very uh, shortly after halftime, mm-hmm. we had a, a veterans uh, welcome. Yeah, it was during halftime. It was called Veterans Welcome, presented by Eckridge. 
what? Eckridge Farms, like the like sausage company. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, so they make like smoked sausages. So there's there's uh you know um uh, you you see these at a lot of games. Uh, but uh, Jeremy, you mentioned that one of the guys you felt like you'd also seen him at a white sausage. I swear game. to God, there was some dude. Was, his name was like Joey Sistini or something. Yeah. And like I'm like I think that guy's been at White Sox games. Yeah, yeah. These yeah. people just tour the country like uh, yeah. getting honored at at baseball and yeah. basketball games. You just and so like you just can't get away from it. I mean mm-hmm. like. The Bears do like a soldier a week or veteran a week. I mean, it's yeah. called Soldier Field. The White Sox are doing it. The Cubs, everyone's doing it. And, and like Brewers do it. Yeah. And, and so we were at uh, the United Center uh, during the Veterans Welcome at the halftime. I don't know if they do that every week or every game. Probably every game. Uh, yeah, probably. And uh, so you can't get away from this. Stuff, nope. So nope. there it is. So in the second half, uh, those people, the people in front of us, the drunkards, uh, had gotten up. They, uh, they probably a, to get more booze. Yep, at halftime, uh, and so they came back. Uh, uh, you know, uh, tra- their trademark uh, late arrival. Yeah, in, in, into a, a half of basketball. Um, so they showed up late, and of course, it again, it took them like a minute, a full minute to sit down. Uh, this time, I and I knew something was going to happen because there were two people sitting to the left of them, one seat with one seat buffer, and they came back and they sat one seat over. Yeah. And I knew that there was going to be fallout from that. And so, of course, they come in and they they sit – the first two people sit down in their normal spots. And like, you know, Miss Rearranger woman was like, no, 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 no. We were over one. We were over one. And she makes them – so she's standing there and she's like, no, 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 move, move, move. And like she makes them all move down one seat. And uh, so they move down a seat. And uh, um, they finally sat down. But again, Ugh. again, the game was happening and they were not, uh, you know – is sitting down. No, so yeah. you uh, on the on the video screen in the second half, you said you saw a baby. I on did. There? Okay, I what did. was going on with this I baby? I saw uh, there was like some baby like like um, sitting on someone's lap, and like you know he was like making like goofy baby faces or whatever, and like he made a face, and I heard everyone in the crowd go like like collectively go like oh yeah yeah, and um. Uh, then like uh, then it, like it, it was like putting its hand on its face and like it put its finger by its nose and then like when it realized when people like were like oh it's trying to pick its nose yeah. they're like oh <laughs> and then yeah. they all laugh together and like but what I was watching was that and this baby uh, um, uh, it was like a mixed race baby or something yeah. which is, that's fine but it was sitting on the lap of like an old man. And like an old white haired man who like looked like he looked like Mr. Drummond or something uh-huh. from, from different strokes. Yeah. Or he looked like uh some like like uh like real estate magnate or something. Mm-hmm. And like he was just holding this this baby. And it was <laughs> like no one was paying attention to that. And I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Is it and he looked too old to be like his grandson. Yeah. Because the baby it was a baby. Yeah. And he was like easily in his like mid to late 70s like the math doesn't even add up for that that couldn't be was that his great grandkid or something it was just weird yeah and like no one was paying attention to that because they were too busy like like laughing at the baby picking its nose but Uh like i was like who's this guy that he's sitting on yeah 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 that's strange it's kind of weird he looked like he looked like leslie nielsen or something (laughs) naked gun but but anyway i I don't know how i missed that Uh, one of my favorite things is when they show kids crying after losses on tv it's kind of sadistic but it's always it's always sweet yeah yeah no it's true and then yeah for a while there, they were all getting picked up on Deadspin and, and kind of shown, but uh, I don't know if they still do that. But. So another similar promotion to Marquette basketball, uh, you know, and I, I feel like... White Sox. 
Uh, or you're that? gonna do the okay? You're gonna talk about that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is the shoot the shoot to fly. Um, yes. Yeah. So well, wait a second. Shoot to fly is I think you're talking about two different things. Are you talking right. about the the free throws? Yeah. Is that is that is that what they called it? No, shoot to fly was the united the win at the similar to uh, fly. What was it at the White Sox? Uh, game? The big fly. The big fly. The big fly. So guys. The big fly, you know, one of the highlights of our U.S. cellular experience for the mm-hmm. Earth, guaranteed rate field experience of the year, uh, the big fly, it's kind of back, but not really. This this at least is well more conceptually like thought out. But so whereas the White Sox have uh, the big fly, um, the Bulls have shoot to fly. And so what that is is consists of like some mope that they drag out of the crowd mm-hmm. uh, or some out, of, out of some hole like in the United Center. Uh, wearing a tucked-in Zach Levine uh, uh, yeah. Bulls jersey. Yeah. Um, he looked like a normal enough guy, but he, the, the tucked-in jersey was like, what? What's he, wrong with this? He guy? had like weirdly big arms, but he wasn't buff. It was, but he was like, he was like nerdy. I mean, he had he had like yeah. glasses on and short, like cropped, like uh, salt yeah, and pepper. He looked hair. like Miranda's uh, hus- boyfriend from Sex in the City. That guy. I do not get that reference. To me, he looked like. Uh, I'll show a picture. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to me, he looked like uh, like Mark Ruffalo, like halfway turning into the Hulk, but not yeah, not, sure. not green yet. But like, yeah. So he was a, a strange looking guy. He was a strange looking guy. So what and then what happens is um, you know, there's like a a lovable and like the host. So the these hosts, we should talk about them too. Uh Courtney and Roman, right? Ro- was Roman his name? Yeah, I think it was something like that. Or yeah. yeah, well, having an MC has become a big thing at basketball games. Actually, Marquette just started doing it this year okay. at their games. Uh, so it's a it's a big thing. I, um, there was a guy on B ninety six Roman and Styles. I don't know if it's the same guy. There was like two guys, Roman and Styles. He might be that guy. I don't mm-hmm. freaking know. Yeah, but um, they were the hosts. But this guy seemed young though. So yeah, he seemed yeah, too yeah. Young. Anyway, um, they were uh, the halftime hosts. And so Courtney is like hosting this shoot to fly thing. And what it is is he has two chances to make a basket. And if he makes one, he um, wins a trip to anywhere in the United States that United flies. Similar to the big fly. Um, And then he has a chance to like make another shot from further back. He gets two shots. And then that can upgrade to like an international. Flight yeah, one is like a free throw basically, and the other one's from <clears throat> from behind behind the three point line. They're both both top of the key shots. Yeah, exactly. So he airballed the first one, mm-hmm. uh, and then he swishes the second. Yeah, one. So nothing he, but net. So he won it, and then he tr- tries for the international shot, and he only did he only get one shot. He got two shots. He two airballed shots. the first one again in, in typical this guy fashion. Yeah, uh, he airballed it, and then the second one he hit off the. the yeah, he bricked he bricked it, but yeah. he at least got some rim on it. Yeah. And so, um, you know, and then they're like, okay, well, that's all right. You still win the trip. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, thanks for watching. Shoot to fly. And as they're doing that, like, they, they all bring it in to, like, do the sign-off. Yeah. And, like, this friggin' schmo, like, puts his arm around the lovable and Courtney. Yeah. And so he's, like, holding them tight. Yeah. I'm sure he was like, hey, I just want a trip somewhere. You want to go somewhere? And he yep. probably picked, like, you know... Uh, St. Louis. I th- I made that joke. I made that joke during <laughs> yeah. the baseball season. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, hey, you want to fly to Indianapolis? Like, uh, uh, why don't you aim a little? You know, shoot a little further for, uh, uh, with your with your uh, free trip there, buddy. But uh-huh. um, so so yeah. So uh, that's shoot to fly. Um, so uh, it's I, I you know that was our little winter taste of uh, the big fly. If it even comes back for the next year, which God. 
that would be crazy to bring that back. I I hope they do. Um, so so the game was close, Jeremy. The game was very close. And, yeah. Uh, but so with about three minutes to go in the game, uh, people started leaving. People started leaving before. I will say before people left. Let's check in one more time with our friends who are sitting in front of us. Uh-huh. Um, the drunk girl uh, at some point before they left with three minutes left because they were one of those people who left yep. early. Um, which and the game was tied. It was tied. I, why are you going to go go to a basketball game and leave with three minutes to go? There was no crowd to beat. I mean, yeah, y- exactly. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was. No, and it's only three minutes. <clears throat> it's not like a baseball game. We're like, okay, let's leave in the eighth inning because this game probably still has forty five minutes left to right. it. Right. Yeah. 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 It was gonna. It was gonna wrap up. So, um, uh, the 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 drunk girl in front of us dropped her phone. And it went like two rows ahead of her or something. So she couldn't get it. So there was a girl uh, sitting like two rows in front of her. And she like had to like enlist her to help her because mm-hmm. she couldn't like get it. Yep. So this this girl now is missing the game, has to stand up and turn around to the row behind her and like, you know, reach in or she had to crawl on the ground or something to get this phone. And... Uh, she finally gets it. I don't know, like I don't know where the hell it landed. I think it landed in the row in front, and then slid under two rows down under her seat, and that's how what why she needed her. And uh, she hands her the phone, and the drunk girl goes like, um, "Thank you so much. I I, uh, I don't deserve it." That's what she said. Uh huh. Thank you so much. I don't deserve it. <laughs> so um so uh so yeah she she's aware of like her like yeah. Know, her her like state of being and like she's like you know is like like kind of like prefacing that to people who are helping her or that's whatever. sad yeah it was messed up uh-huh. so like so like that was weird so um uh but still burdening people but at least acknowledging it and acknowledging the the burden that she is so whatever yeah uh, so that happened but then of course people left including them they left um and like yeah people next to us were leaving everyone like a bunch of people left yeah. around us at the time. Um, and then, of course, in the trademark fashion of these people in front of us, about five minutes later or whatever, the guy of the of the of that group in front of us, the two girls and the guy, the guy comes back and he's looking around in his seat. I'm like, what the hell's going on over here? Yeah. And then he like picks up a phone and walks out. Yeah. So this idiot dropped his whole friggin' phone. Yeah. These people were drunk and like just a mess. And it's like, just stay in and do that. Like, what are you doing? You're going to a game and risking like all this stuff. And of course, the guy loses his phone. He probably should have lost his phone for real. So he would have like got some kind of like lesson out of it yeah he reminded me of the guy at that last cubs game we went to who took like his wrigley rita glass home um it kind of looked like that guy maybe it was the same guy oh yeah right right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, Uh, just a a pathetic schlub kind of looked like matt garza yeah 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 he did yeah Um, so anyway um so 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 the game wrapped up and uh yeah it's like the bulls um had a chance to you know Win it at the end. We can get into that in a second, but um, you know, the game does end, and people do like spill out into the concourse, and we're we're both uh, you know, man, I, if only we could have caught something like we catch at White Sox. I was gonna say that the the the, ba- the bathroom at the end of the Bulls game was nothing compared no, to a White Sox. That's game. something you don't got on the uh, White Sox uh, Bulls. So yep. keep, keep trying, um, but. Uh, we did uh, walk by. We had to walk by the women's bathroom first, and then the men's room, and. This this is what people do. They just walk and they don't look. So this woman was like walking. Like there's thousands of people walking, spilling out into the concourses. And this was not a well-attended game, but there's still a lot of people spilling out. And this woman is just walking. She's cutting. 
So, and then, okay, so it's a hallway, right? And there's people walking one way and people walking another way. And there's two flows of traffic just like on a street. And she's going across. In, she's intersecting the whole thing. But not only is she doing that, because I, I understand people need to get through, right? So she's doing that. But she's she's her head is completely... she's Her head is like, <laughs> you know, uh, 270 degrees to the left. Like, looking... The exact opposite direction in which she's heading. And so I see her going, but I'm like walking. And like I can't stop because there's people behind me. So like I can't stop because then people are going to run into me. So I keep going and she, and I'm just hoping like I can skirt, skirt past her. But she's just going and her head never turns away from where she's looking. And then it like turns away as I'm crossing her. And like she has like a cup of beer like out so she has a cup of beer like ahead of her, in front of her body, then her body, and then she's looking backwards like that. And um, um, like I clip her basically. Yeah. And then she goes like, "Whoa!" And like she kind of turns in with the with the collision. She like turns toward like you know like you steer into the the swerve or the skid when you're when you're driving. Like you don't try to fight the skid; you steer into it. That's kind of like what she did with her body. She like turned her body into the spin and, and and i'm like whatever i'm like whatever i can't i got no time to see what happens with her and you were behind me yeah and i look back and i looked at you and i'm like what the hell was that yeah and then you go like not not your fault yeah it was not your fault <laughs> no. jeremy but she was like whoa <laughs> i don't did, I, did she say whoa like mad or whoa like i'm being taken on a ride whoa uh, but i'm being taken on a ride she wasn't <laughs> mad about it yeah <laughs> She was just, yeah, it's like if you were on like a white water raft yep. and you got bumped. You're like, whoa. It's like, this isn't a ride, lady. This is fucking uh, the hallway at the United Center. Get your head get your head intact. Look where you're freaking going. So, oh. yeah. So that was kind of funny. Um, so, yeah, we yeah nothing eventful happened in the bathroom. We, we no. exited the United Center. For some reason, they were only letting groups of people down the escalator at a time. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, like, is the thing going to collapse or something? At one point, they people? were completely stopped. Yeah, yeah. They, were, they were holding people. Again, what, what is it with the United Center about holding people back? It's like, oh, hold on, like, don't don't look at the basket yet. Yep. Wait till it goes in and they and they go down and score another basket. Now you can cheer for that old, yep. that old basket. Like, why are they holding people? So, but But that makes me wonder, like... If the escalator is full, is it going to collapse? Like, should they be telling us like something? Yeah, yeah. We should have just taken the stairs, which I was bemoaning like when it was after it was too late. Yeah, that usher was probably like, "Oh, okay. So you see this escalator? That's yeah. going to take you down here." Yeah, exactly. And then they let you go down. Yeah, come here, come here, come here. Yep. Let me th- tell you about something about this escalator. It moves. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. Keep going. <laughs> so we get outside, get and outside. Uh, uh, we behind us. Okay, so there were a couple of. We're not sure if it's the same drunk uh, girls or uh, different ones. But Jeremy, Sir, I, yeah, yeah, different than the drunk girls who were sitting in front of us. Yes, but totally different outside thing. drunk girls. Yeah, 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 yeah. So first of all, Jer, I, we both heard them singing a little. One of them singing a little. Tune. They're singing that song that baby. Why don't you just meet me in the middle? Now, here's the thing about that song. And I, I heard about this. I learned about this from a podcast. I forget what band it is. I don't know. It's like Zane from One Direction or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know who, who does that song. I think it might be him, actually. But they brought in they brought in a bunch of different singer, female singers to try that part out. Yeah. Because like, they needed the perfect voice to do it. Which means that like they brought in professional singers, like established pop stars, and they couldn't do this part. Mm-hmm. So this girl's like singing, and like she's like, "Baby, why don't you just meet me in the middle?" 
I'm losing my mind just a little. She like, you know, and that part's supposed to go high. It's like, I'm yeah. losing my mind just a little. Yeah. She goes low with it because you can't hit that note. And it's like, you you have no business singing this song. Uh-huh. And you're drunk. And you, you even if you think you can sing it when you're sober, you definitely can't sing it when you're drunk. And like, this is like, and, and so of everything I just said, like it, they brought in accomplished singers to try to do this part and they couldn't do it. So you should not be singing this song at all. And I was just like, ugh, let's get away from this. People. Yeah. I'm like, what are, you, what are you doing singing this song? Yeah. And the, so we kind of like zoomed past them. So then we're walking and we hear a conversation behind us. Yeah. And just, I couldn't even, it was a cacophony of sound. It was like, <laughs> that's all I took from it. Yeah. And I don't know if it was the same meet me in the middle group or not. <laughs> I want to say it wasn't. Yeah. I don't um, think it was either. Yeah. 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 Uh, but so Jeremy and I have just dubbed these girls the hookup girls. Yeah. Um, so Jeremy, you said you didn't, you didn't actually hear what the conversation was. I knew that there was a group of drunk people behind me have like, uh, uh, interacting with each other because yeah. I couldn't call that a conversation. Yeah, yeah. And all I heard, all I heard, it, it. I tuned it all out, and all I heard was a wall of like. Yeah. So there were like three girls and one guy and until the... until I heard one line. Do you want me to say that? First yeah. Or say do you say want the to... line. Say the the line, line was. So you didn't hook up with them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then oh. she goes, and she goes, no, and she's like, no, you didn't like. At all hook up with them or something? Yeah, and she's yeah. like, no, I don't know why or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I'm i like, oh, there was actual like communicating going on. <laughs> and so then I asked you about it, Jack, and you apparently picked up on more than I did. Okay, so they were talking about Rob Gronkowski. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. I heard Gronk. Yeah. yeah, so they were talking about Gronk, and she's like, oh, yeah, like I was at this party and like uh, Gronk, Gronkowski was there, like Gronk what? was there. And she's like... Oh yeah, he was like he was kind of an asshole. Like he had his he was peacocking. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's she's right. Like oh, she, he had he had his shirt off, and then the guy's like, oh yeah, Gronkowski's like the king of peacocking. He's always peacocking. <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, so he's peacocking. And then she's oh. like, uh, and so then they were then they were like, uh, you know, the girls were like, so did you hook up with him? And she was like, no, no, I wanted to yeah, or right, something right, like right, that. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, no, I didn't even kiss him. Like. What the f- like you you were gonna hook up with Rob Gronkowski? <laughs> she was not at a party with. Him. Well, I mean, I don't yeah. know. Rob Gronkowski gets around, I guess. Yeah, but. but I think then she mentioned that like you know she got his number or something and tried to text him or but it never went or something. I don't know, man. I almost wonder. I I thought maybe they said he looked like Rob Gronkowski. Maybe he looked like. Maybe it was Gronk. Maybe he looked like Gronk. Not, it wouldn't surprise me if it was. Exactly. Gronk. Knowing what we know of Gronkowski, it could have been him. Yeah. He's like showing up. At parties, like, Bill Murray is showing up at, like, karaoke joints or something. Like, he just, <laughs> he just drops in. Yeah. So, um, uh, so yeah. So, okay, that's right. I did, now that, that clicked, a, that rang a bell, and yeah. I remember hearing the, the name Gronk and, uh-huh. and, and stuff like that. And I heard peacocking. So. Yeah, and then there was that guy who was just like, oh, oh that's gross. That's I, gross. But, I, like. Yeah, I'm glad that I was able to tune that stuff. I, I like, I completely like filter that away into my spam folder of of shit that i hear people say (laughs) so that's good so uh we might as well we've been talking for about an hour and 15 minutes now so we might as well talk about the actual game we yeah let's do it let's yeah um so uh i will just say that um first of all i I wanted the game to come down to the last possession for the most part it did yeah Uh, the Bulls had a really shitty last possession i hate it when a team has a last possession and a chance for a last shot yeah and they turn it over well, the other day, or not the other, the other week, like in the Bulls game or a Bears game, um, when the Bears, uh, it was the Giants game, I think, that they lost. 
they had like they had they got the ball back with like a minute left and one timeout or something and like they were down by like six points. I don't know what they were down by, but like they had a chance. Um, yeah, that it was that game. They had a chance and then uh, Taylor Gabriel fumbled it or something. And I'm like, all right, here's the drive. Uh, and then the first play of the drive, they throw it to Taylor Gabriel. He steps and fumbles the ball. And yep. it's like, we didn't even get to sh- see the drive happen because yep. he fumbled it. It was yep. similar uh, tonight with the with the Bulls. Um, so, uh, so yeah, they, they tried to, uh, to make that play happen and it didn't happen at the very end. Um, but, uh, here's the thing, Jack, I'm not a basketball fan uh-huh. really. Um, uh, I like the league. Uh, I support what the league is doing. Um, you know, but I've never been a huge basketball fan for a while there. I thought that Derek Rose was going to get me into basketball because, um, he's a local kid and stuff. And I thought that was cool. Um, went to the same high school as many of like my students go and stuff so i thought i i would get into that um but uh that was not to be um so i don't know too much about basketball so i'm like okay let me do some research you know and my research consisted of looking at who the bulls starting lineup was two well nights ago. Y- you know that that's something that uh would require some research because yeah. not a lot of people could name that starting lineup that's, off that's the top true. of their head that's true i think it was about the same as the lineup was tonight mm-hmm. um but one of the things that I did look up ahead of time was like the Bulls interim head coach. So Fred Hoiberg got fired a couple months ago or a month ago or something. And uh, a guy by the name of Jim Boylan took over. Now, I was like, and I know enough about basketball to be like, oh, Jim Boylan, uh, I remember him. He coached the Bulls before and he took over after Scott Skiles got fired. Um, and then I go on to look, but then I'm like, the whole time I was thinking, like, this new Jim Boylan doesn't look like that old guy. Because this guy is, like, a kind of like a husky, shaved head dude. And the old Jim Boylan just looked like a regular basketball coach. Mm-hmm. Like a thin, tall, thin guy. Yeah. With like, Slicked back hair. Yeah, like salt and peppery hair yeah. or something. Yeah. <clears throat> it turns out that they're two different guys. Both named Jim Boylan. One spelled L-A-N. One spelled L-E-N. Both like like lifetime assistant coaches that yep. have uh, inherited jobs as interim coaches, but they're two totally different guys. Yeah, so it's like what, what, like you're you don't like make don't make it that you know yeah. hard on us NBA like to try to follow along like yeah this is crazy like I happen to know remember the name Jim Boylan but they're two different guys that that would be like if there were two. Bryce Harper's yeah. in, in Major League I, Baseball. I was going to say it'd be like if the Cubs uh, hired uh, Mike Quaddy as a manager, but Quaddy <laughs> was spelled C-U-A-D-E. He'd yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. wait a minute here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something like that. So, I, yeah, I agree. It's weird. And so the, the guy you're thinking of, the first guy, uh, yeah. actually was on Marquette's uh, championship team, I believe. So I okay. thought, too, I was like, oh, is that the guy who went to Marquette? Right. Uh, but no, no. It's do, just you rem- the- do you remember him as a coach at all? Yeah, I remember. Uh, I do. So I remember when he took over. He uh, was Scott Skiles right-hand man and he took over in Chicago after they fired Skiles and then I think where did Skiles go Minnesota mm, I don't know I don't know I want to say he went to Minnesota and then Minnesota fired him and then I think Jim Boylan took over there for him as well <laughs> like he's like yeah he's like the mop-up guy <laughs> yeah yeah uh, and you know in the NBA there's only about 30 guys who can uh, whoever get hired to coach and they just rotate jobs basically pretty much yeah and they all have then in, in, in the NBA there are like lifetime assistant coaches yep uh, Tex Winter, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, was a. I don't think. Yeah, he, he just ever died. Had... He just died, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he was coaching on the Lakers. I want to say, right? Yeah, he was Phil Jackson's yep. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think he was ever a head coach, if I remember I don't correctly. Think so. I don't think so. Um, and uh, but yeah, these guys are like assistant uh, 
lifetime assistant coaches. Yeah, not all, I mean, maybe I guess not all guys want to be uh, the guy. You yeah, know, they'd rather just be the guy behind the guy. Yeah, no, it's a pretty cushy job. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you're doing what you love, but you're not. Yeah, you're not the target. Basically. Right. Right. So. Um, but this is a completely different Jim Boylan. So that was already was throwing me off. I'm like, ah, right, I'm never going to get any of this. So mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but, uh, so there was that, uh, you know, the game was, uh, it was a good game. It was about all we could have hoped for yeah. from, with these two like lowly teams seemingly, even though the, the Nets have won seven in a row now. Pretty good. Um, but, uh, not too much star power. Like nope. it was cool to see Chris, uh, Dunn and Lowry Markinen yep. in person. Yep. Um, <clears throat> they're like. You know, some hope for the Bulls franchise, even though I got to say, Jack, we picked a great time to go to a Bulls game because it was the Bulls franchise is a complete disarray. It's it's a complete mess. Zach Levine, their best player, is out with a, a what my uh, Yahoo app uh, notification called an unusual ankle injury. OK, OK. Uh, so like we missed him. Uh, the best player on the the Nets was out. Yeah. Karis Levert uh, was hurt as well. Yeah. And, and so I think one of the reasons the Nets are doing better is that they've they're, maybe they're just learning how to play with him. Basketball is a sport where one guy can have such a significant impact on a team that yeah. sometimes it takes teams a couple of weeks uh, to just figure out what they're going to do without the guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So but yeah, well, they were missing him. And so that was like that was star power gone from their team. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, we had D'Angelo Russell. Like, yeah, D'Angelo Russell, former number two overall pick, kind of a bust at this point. Yeah, or I just think hasn't so. really lived up to his. You know, and Jabari Parker was a number two pick. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of number two picks are kind of like I don't know. Ben Simmons might have been a number two pick, but maybe not. But anyway, he might have been uh, number one, I think. Yeah, he might have been number one. But uh, uh, anyway, uh, so a high draft pick, but a guy who hasn't really done much yet in the league. Yeah. So, um, you know, I don't know. Um, there were a couple guys on the. Uh, the Nets who had good games. Yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie had a really good game. Uh, Jared Allen um, uh, had a good first quarter, but he kind of disappeared. Yeah. I'll say this, Jeremy. Fouls in the NBA don't mean shit. Because uh-huh. uh, players get six fouls in the NBA. Yeah. So, like, just at the beginning of the game, I think, the, uh, like, D'Angelo Russell, just like some guy was going to get a breakaway, so he just stuck his arm out, got called for a yeah. foul, just wasted a foul. Yeah, exactly. Now, in, in college basketball, when a guy gets two fouls in the first half, that's a big deal, like, early in the first half, because he's got to sit the whole rest of the half. Yeah. Then once he gets three fouls and four fouls in the second half, uh, then then that really affects the way he plays his defense. Because you yeah. only you only get five fouls in college. When you yeah. give a, give a guy six fouls, he's never going to foul out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so, well, this is interesting, Jack. That you bring up fouls because this, this I wanted to talk about like my general frustrations with basketball and why I'm not really a, a huge fan of it. Is like I I don't like all the fouls in it. Like it, to me. The game should be like some of the things that you can fo- get fouled for seem to me like <coughs> they should be part of the game. Okay. Like so, there was a part where there was a there was a moment where um, I don't know who it was for the Nets um, was going up for a layup or something, and Chris Dunn leaped in the air and 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 stuffed him basically. Yeah. But what he hits his hand, so then that's a foul, mm-hmm. right? If you touch just ball, it's not a foul, yes. right? So to me, it's like that's like one of the most exciting plays in basketball. If not, you know, I guess maybe like a breakaway dunk is like pretty exciting. But like a stuff is right up there with like one of oh, the yeah. most exciting yeah. plays, right? Mm-hmm. But like nine times out of ten, it's a foul. Yep. Yeah. So it's like you have one of your most exciting plays be a foul. It's like just if if I feel like if a player is good enough to get up there and block a, a guy who's like you know six plus six and a half feet plus. From like getting a ball into a hoop, and you're 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 good enough to also get up there and 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 block them. 
that should be legal every single time. I don't know. Like, so, so uh, that that's an interesting point. But I think uh, uh, at a certain at a certain point, uh, you would need to uh, you you need to either draw the line between uh, having having no contact, which would be just ball, or yeah. like um, you know, and then and then so if there is contact, how much contact would there be to be a foul? So if sure. a guy if a guy like hits his wrist or his hand. That's not a foul, but then if you if you whack him on the arm and the forearm, like yeah. that would be a foul. So like I think it's maybe an all or nothing type of thing. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I would cut it at like if you like body block him in the air and you both land on the court, that's a foul. <laughs> because like I mean, I I say let it happen. Like I say like if you like charge the hole and like you get knocked on your butt. That shouldn't be a foul. Mm-hmm. That should be legal. Like that that makes it like harder to do the thing. It's like if you're setting the rules where like it's easier for a guy to just let you go past him and score, I feel like that's taking away some of the challenge of the thing. Now, if I had it my way score the games would be like 21 to 19 yeah I yeah think. i mean it was and it, people would be getting injured like all the yeah, time yeah 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 absolutely but, and well, here's the thing jeremy um uh, you you may be so you're you're taking a so you're you're talking about adding challenge for the offensive player yeah i think um uh it sort of adds challenge for the defensive player when he can't be as physical so like you still yeah. have to play good defense without I, really mugging a guy i get that but that's like limiting abilities of players it's like that would be saying like in baseball like you can't throw over 95 miles per hour because it's not fair you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. that that's kind of how i feel and like i i'm i'm completely ignorant to the whole game but like these are the things that i found frustrating about basketball over the years which has turned me off of it a little bit like i know that people say like there's too many fouls in the nfl (coughs) the nfl is a freaking barbarian sport and like you know people aren't gonna be happy until someone gets killed in the middle of the field um, but but basketball like and I don't want it to turn into a barbarian sport but like and I'm not and I don't want people to get stuffed and like their heads cracked open on the court like a couple of years ago Chris Dunn face planted on the court and like his like teeth were stuck Oof. in the in the the board like yeah. the floor or whatever it's uh-huh. like that's messed up I don't yeah. want that to happen but like I just feel like when there's like when there's fouls that are making people hold back what they do. I feel like that's like it's it's kind of muddying the ultimate showcase of the of the athletes. I don't okay. know. Obviously, there are people who are doing great things on the court with the rules as they are. Mm-hmm. But that's these are just things that like I've I've like I, that I that I can't resolve that thing in in me for whatever. sure. So I don't know. From a baseball fan. And you know this is a baseball podcast talking about basketball. I figured like you know let's you know let's let's go there. I guess I, I have I have two things um, sure. for, from my observation about the Bulls game. One, I don't go to a lot of NBA games. Um, I've maybe been to two in the past twenty years. Those are both with you. Um, the Bulls games, uh, and so I go to a lot of college basketball games, and it's it's so different at a college basketball game because people hang on every basket in a college basketball yeah. game. People are f- zeroed in. And focused, and every play, every play, they they go nuts for. Uh, at an NBA game, nobody gives a shit what what <laughs> happens. Like at, at, case at, in at, point, at most times, uh, yeah, case in point, people leaving three minutes, um, you know, during a tie game, and with also, three minutes left, and also when the Bulls turned over on that last chance to to take the lead. They cut to the crowd and there's people dancing. People dancing when the yeah. Bulls have just lost the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like uh, pe- that's like people cheering the the Bat Boy uh, for the for the Cubs oh. when he's when he's running. Uh, um, yeah, there at know, least were some people who were like 
looked reluctant to like wave to the camera because they were pissed. Right, but, like, right. Know, yeah. So uh, we, we're at uh, we're, we're almost at an hour and a half here. So to wrap it up, Jeremy, yeah. I, I had an idea that I would have liked to see when we were talking about the shoot to fly. I yeah. wish baseball actually had a similar thing there's no way they can do it because the field is never unoccupied <laughs> right but you figure you you bring a you bring a guy out there and let him let him stand at bat yeah and like you know put a pitching machine out there yeah and see if the guy can like hit it out of the infield and yeah. if he can do it he gets like a uh you know a free flight and if he yeah. can hit it to like the warning track he gets an international flight and yeah. like if he hits a home run he can fly with the lovables wherever he wants <laughs> say he gets one night with uh yeah, uh, with Courtney. Julie. Yeah, with Courtney. Yeah. yeah so exactly. uh, that would be fun if they did that at baseball games. I realize it's not possible, but that would be entertaining. That would be cool. No, I think that's cool. I actually like the like the punt pass throw uh-huh. like thing. Like what maybe if they did something like that, like you get three swings and you get to swing from the last spot where the ball lands. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So then like you know, maybe your last swing is, is from like shallow center field. Yeah. And if you can get a homer from that, then like you yeah, you whatever, you win. Uh, one night with Courtney. Yeah, yeah. Courtney. J- Jason Kendall would never win one night with Courtney. <laughs> no, no, no. There's some yeah professional athletes who couldn't hit a homer from there. Yeah, yeah. And the Cubs just signed one of them, Daniel Descalso. So <laughs> pretty cool. Um, uh, yeah, the, yeah. You know, you guys have seen the the baseball news. There's there's uh you know we've and we've tweeted about stuff. So there's no yeah. need to get into some baseball yeah. stuff right now. Yeah. Uh, the um, White Sox traded for Yonder Alonso. That's it. That's the only thing that's happened. Yeah, that's right. And and I guess they assume that. That, that Manny Machado likes his yeah, brother-in-law. Right, right. That's not always the case no, with every family. Most people don't like their brother-in-law. Yeah, most people don't like their in-laws. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so why is that going to make him sign? If anything, maybe it would make him not want to sign. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. That Yonder Alonso is a real jerk. He's always trying to stick me in the butt with a needle. You know? Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. <laughs> I don't know. But um, one real thing, real, real quick thing I want to say, and I, we did tweet about this, but there was an MLB Network special about Dennis Eckersley, and uh, it was awesome. I nice. loved it. Um, it was great. Like... I love hearing. I love him even more now, and I hate David Price even more now. They mm-hmm. do talk about it very briefly, yeah. very briefly. He wasn't worth mentioning in a story about Dennis Eckersley, but it was great. Dennis Eckersley is a real trash talker. Like he he has all these <laughs> terms like cheese, and uh, he talks. He, he calls hair moss. He's like, yeah, I got the good moss today. Nice. So as a guy with like longer hair, like I, I like. Um, hearing about Dennis Eckersley talk about the, that kind of stuff, and he he knows that he's got good hair. Yeah, so that's cool. All right. Um, but uh, yeah, so that was great. So anyway, um, all right. Well, uh, we did it. We went to a non-baseball game. And uh, if everything works out, there's going to be more of these things going on. Maybe not as prestigious as a, as a Bulls game, which would give us better material for the, the podcast, even though we had a lot today. Exactly. So uh, so with that, uh, we will see you in 2019. It's been a great year. Thanks for listening to 30 episodes. And we'll see you next time. All right. See you.